going on, guys? And welcome in to the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. And I'm 18-year-old Tyler Coe, who represents the side of the 2020 World Series champion, Los Angeles Dodgers. All day. I feel like you're, you're, you're going to just milk that all freaking day. Uh, at least until next October. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're a bitch. Okay. Doubt it. I live in the present. You live in the past. That's the difference. We are presently the 2020 World Series champions. You are presently a freaking baby back skin. Oh, my gosh. You just – I feel like when you shave your face, you just gain, like, five rolls on your neck right now. Oh, really that's not even real. Hey, at least I have hair. Bald it's there. Okay, don't don't disrespect I'm my talking shit. About, I'm talking about on top of your head, you balding fuck. Listen, listen it it's I've been putting some straps on it. It looks a little better. It ain't it ain't too. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it it's been a lot worse. Okay, I'm working on it. So Justin <laughs> happened about an hour ago. Hour ago, the Dodgers traded for ago. the Dodgers traded for Corey Knebel. It was initially put out that he was non-tendered, but that was inaccurate. Dodgers traded a player to be named later or cash considerations. We don't know which one it's going to be, but the Dodgers pulling a similar move to last year where they try to bring in a once all-star closer, try to bring him in, you know, get him back to form. Corey Knebel was an all-star, a lights out closer in 2017. So, you know, it seems now that Blake Trinan, this definitely seals that Blake Trinan is not coming back, but you're getting basically, in my opinion, the same player at half the price. Blake Trinan was one year, 10 million. Corey Knable, we're going to pay him five and a quarter million, I believe. And who knows if Milwaukee is going to be paying any of that salary. So oh, no. it's a good move. It's worth, it's worth the risk. I mean, $5 million nowadays they're doing it to drop cheap. money there's no way they're going to pick up some of that money i don't think if they're getting if the dodgers are giving away nothing why the fuck would they want i mean there's no way i mean picking- yeah it, it seems that way if it's saying and cash considerations as part of the trade you would <laughs> imagine but you're still i mean the dodgers are essentially saving five million dollars because you're getting a blake trinan-esque player yeah for half the price and you're not even giving away a slapdick prospect. This is this is insanity. I feel like the whole I don't know th- this whole thing is insanity. I mean, there's I mean to to stay to stay on your, your your Dodger trade for a little bit. I'm not sure how much time you want to spend on this. I don't want to be disrespectful and just move on. Okay, but it's just crazy how easy these teams are just giving away players because they cost five million dollars nowadays. I mean, I get the pandemic. It is what it is, but let's not pretend that you guys are freaking on welfare and you're struggling or something. I, I don't, I don't understand this. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously we're going to get into it with all the non-tenders, but earlier today, it looked like it was an absolute certainty that the Yankees were going to cut Gary Sanchez. And I mean, they didn't, but I mean, the Yankees, yeah. I mean, you, you have these small market teams that can definitely say they lost a lot of money and they're hurting because of the pandemic. The Yankees aren't one of them. The Yankees, the Dodgers, anyone who has their own television <laughs> network isn't hurting. So the fact that they were willing to no. give up on Gary Sanchez for a small amount of money in the scheme of things was crazy to me. 
I mean, they didn't, but it looked like it was going to happen. Yeah, I, I, there was a, there was even rumors that Chris Bryant was going to be non-tendered. Like, I mean, it didn't happen. So, I mean, this is not. I mean, but honestly, I feel like so. I mean, I think we should just get into it now. We're already beating around the bush. Enough of the foreplay. Let's just stick Let's it just in. Jump in into right it. Now. We're going Let's, dry. I feel like I'm taking fucking crazy pills, right? <laughs> With some of these guys, I, I get honestly, I kind of get Kyle Schwarber. He he will cost a little bit of money. He just hits home runs. I I can kind of get it, but Eddie Rosario, dude's been consistent as fuck, having like an 800 OPS for like the past three years, hitting freaking 25, 30 bombs a year. I David Dahl getting um, non-tendered. Just I feel like I'm going to Archie Bradley. I just feel like I'm going out of my fucking mind. Like. It's 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 like a, a it's like coming up on the best garage sale of the world. Yeah, and the the crazy part is, you know, you have these small market teams or teams that are hurting from the pandemic, giving away perennial all stars, potential all stars for nothing, and who's going to be there to scoop them up? The big market teams like the Los Angeles yeah. Dodgers, bringing Archie Bradley in, or you know David Dahl in. I don't think David Dahl is coming, but Archie Bradley is being certainly a possibility. But yeah, it's crazy. Everyone and needs bullpen help. Yeah, the the Eddie Rosario one. I did watch a breakdown about it today, and apparently his advanced analytics aren't as good as what his numbers show. So on the on the face of I things, it looks pretty advanced though. It's going into like these are like advanced analytics. I feel like OPS is just kind of the standard now. It's a new bad. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like some of these advanced are just like reasons just to not pay guys, you know? Well, of course, it's all about getting a player for the cheapest amount of money possible. Of course. I don't know. I, I saw one knock on him was his his speed, his defense, his his arms outstanding. But yeah, I, I can see his defense isn't... maybe, but there's worse left fielders. I mean, Nick Castellano is a worse left fielder, and he just got he just got yeah. paid. Yeah, Jock Peterson's an awful left fielder, and he's going to get paid for sure. I so... don't know if he's going to get paid now. I mean, look at looking all these things. I, I don't know if he's going to. It seems like people are our teams are paying for starting pitching, but position players they're like, ah, we'll just go to our minor league system. Yeah, but someone's going to pay. So like Kyle Schwarber. This they knew that they were going to have to pay him more than what obviously they value him through arbitration. Mm. So, I mean, these guys are going to get money that they don't maybe necessarily deserve because you're looking at the pool of competition and going off what they're making. So I feel like a Jock Peterson, he's going to make money. Any marquee name is going to make money. And Jock Peterson's a career 230, 240 hitter. But he's going to get paid. Yeah, and I guess this might be a little controversial, but average still matters to me. Okay, I know it's supposed to be absolutely average. Agree, hundred percent. I'm sorry, but I if if someone's hitting 300, they're valuable. Okay, I don't care if it's a bloop single. Well, it scores runs. Like I don't understand why we're like I, I understand like yes, you if someone has a little bit of a lower average, but they have a crazy. OPS or their on base percentage is really good. Yes, that shouldn't be, you know, the the buy all tell all that like the end of the story. I understand that, but to say it has no value anymore, I just I don't understand it. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it has as much standalone value as it once have, once had. I definitely think it has to have a correlation between either RBIs or runs scored. If you're hitting yeah. 300, but you're not scoring runs and you're not producing runs, you have no your RBIs are low. Then OPS would be a much better measuring stick. But otherwise, yeah, I think average RBIs and runs scored are huge still. But yeah, and I. I kind of get the RBI thing where I should be silenced a little bit, but at the same time, that kind of means you got a little bit of a clutch gene. So, I mean, that, I mean, yes, some players have more advantages as far as when you're on a good team, you're going to have more opportunities and that's fine, but you shouldn't knock the guy for being clutch and being able to hit like freaking little knocks to, to score in runs. It just, I don't know. It's it, it, the analytics is a great thing. I just feel like we're starting to just go a little bit too much if that makes sense. Well, yeah. Analytics are a great thing until you pull Blake Snell in the World Series. I mean, great for us, but, you know, if you're a Rays fan, I could uh, imagine how that would be. Honestly, I feel like that needed to happen for maybe some, uh, you know, of the some people are thinking, like, everything is about analytics to kind of, like, maybe take a step back a little bit after watching, like, almost almost like losing a, a, a role. You have to fuck up to lose that role you're going to have like analytics have to fuck up to kind of lose how much like we're digging in like such the little, little numbers to try to save like a million bucks instead of just paying a fucking player or, yeah. or just paying money instead get... of creating a whole draft league. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Let's, let's go yeah, through non-tender first, but uh, Blake Snell's going to get traded this off season anyway. So whatever. I don't know. Anyways. I don't know if he will. I mean, there. I mean, you always hear Possible. the rumblings and, and everything, but I don't know. I feel like why? Why would they trade him? Because his value is has skyrocketed. If I mean his if value, they get a lot in return. I get it, but I know it well, feels like that people are not getting as much for. Um, they're not giving as much prospects anymore. Yeah, but I mean, if you're going to give, you know, uh, not necessarily a prospect, but a young guy that's under team control for that's five right. more years, like a like a Dustin May or a Tony Gonsolin, you know, obviously yeah. there would have to be more, but I think that's what they're looking for more so than like a high-touted prospect. But anyhow. Yeah, I feel like no, the, that Chris Archer trade, the Chris Archer freaking just – mauling i feel like it's just not going to happen again where they got freaking awesome austin meadows glass now and i want to say somebody else too for <laughs> chris archer just sucking it up yeah. Pittsburgh like that yeah that was a robbery yeah well it happens while we're talking about these non-tenders um i i think it might be a little interesting just to maybe pick one and maybe just zone in on them especially for needs on our specific team um i'm gonna go first if i had to pick one um, which sucks because there's like three or four dudes that I feel like can just help any team. I mean, relievers are just so easy. Obviously, the Archie Bradley and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, for if we're looking specific, giant needs, someone who can play center field, uh, somebody who does well against the Giants too, uh, David Dahl, that's who I'm picking up. And that's just insanity to me that he's free. He's 26 years old. Yeah. I thought we are supposed to go younger. Dude, they're they're hurting for money, and that's when the uh, the I big boys you, come in. Uh, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of power, but he has a freaking seven like 
seven eight OPS and just he gets on base and he I just I just he plays a mean outfield and we need some center field help obviously um you know Risto Dumont can't be out there every day so I just I don't understand it yeah <clears throat> well for the Dodgers if I could choose anyone it's definitely going to be Archie Bradley 100% I would I'm surprised you said that though to be honest with you well here's the thing it's okay. one of those things where I hate Archie Bradley, okay. but just like I hated Brian Wilson. But then when he came to the Dodgers, I mean, I still hated him because he didn't do well. But, I mean, you're, you you have a short memory on guys like that. If Archie Bradley yeah, came over to the Dodgers exactly. and he performs, you know, I'd be all for it. It's like Joe Kelly. I wasn't a fan of Joe Kelly after the World Series. And then he became a Dodger, and I still wasn't a fan. But then he redeemed himself this year with the whole Carlos Correa. Group. Yeah, I feel like he's like a like like a he could be on the Dodger Mount Rushmore, and people wouldn't uh, question it just because of his actions. Right, and his his <laughs> pitching has still not been great. He's still no, can't no, no, strike no, so. nothing to do with his pitching. Just as saying what every Dodger fan wants to say when he went on the the big swing, and then obviously what he did, you know, in front. I mean, not to mention they're going to play him next year, so. Hopefully yeah. with fans. If you all stay home and wear your fucking masks and get vaccines, hopefully with yes. fans. But I have no Gosh. confidence in anyone at this moment. But yeah, yeah, I mean, if we if we bring in someone like Archie Bradley, again, you know, any all teams can use bullpen help. You know, yeah. I mean, we went out and got Canable today. We we signed Scott Alexander for a million dollars, so we tendered him a contract. I don't know why. I mean, a million dollars is he's, ungodly yeah, cheap, nothing. but I, I just don't like Scott Alexander. I think we could have easily called up someone from AAA. I feel like he ain't but, bad. I mean, I don't know his numbers off, off the top of my head, but he ain't bad. Not a fan. Plus, he was hurt. I mean, he's been hurt a lot the last two years. So, yeah, you know, a, a million bucks I, is definitely worth taking a shot on someone. I, I understand that. Yeah. To talk about the Giants' non-tender situation, uh, not happy about it. Um, I I read right that that everyone was tendered. I kind of skinned a little bit, if if I'm being 100 honest. I had to do it really quick. I had a really busy day today, uh, and then fuckboy over here informs me that Tyler Anderson got non-tendered. I double-checked him to fact-check him, and it turns out it is right. And, and that is so fucking stupid to say five million dollars. On a the only dude who threw you a complete game, a, a a a solid. I mean, let's not. I'm not gonna pretend like he's the best pitcher in the world. That he's anything other than on his best day a solid number three. But that's worth five million dollars. Even a number five is worth five million dollars. Huh? Even a number five guy in the rotation is worth yeah. five million dollars. Especially because they paid that money to God. I mean, maybe they're struggling because Gosman accepted the qualifying offer. I don't know, but that that makes no sense to me. Honestly, I the only one I can maybe see non-tendering. Um, yeah, Daniel Robinson, just because I mean you don't really need need him, but he was solid. I mean, why not give him another shot? I think he was only gonna make like a million. Um, and maybe Trevor got because he had struggles and and you wanted to maybe give some uh, some of the young guys a shot. But I I like Trevor Gott. I understand he fucked up for that week, whatever. But I, I still believe in the dude and think he's great. So I just don't understand the Tyrants thing. I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to go from here. 
Man, I'm I'm sorry I fucked your day up. You did. Hey. And it's making me upset. Like I, I I like let me see if he's still on here. Okay, let's look at his let's look at these fucking numbers really quick, Farhan. A four and a third ERA, 60 innings pitch. I just and he came out of the bullpen pretty solid. I don't I don't understand. I just don't understand it. I, I think the only thing that that's I mean, is, there's nothing else I can say about that because I don't understand it and I'm a big bitch. I think the only thing that I can kind of understand that probably went into it is he's 31 years old. But still five million fucking dollars. I mean Yeah, for for a one year dude. Yeah. I don't I mean, all you have to do is non tender maybe next year when he is gonna command like nine million dollars. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, with the whole non-tender situation, they still can't sign these players. So it's they, it's not out of the realm of possibility. However, it seems like usually when that happens, it happens very soon after non-tendering them. They don't let them really test them. Exactly. Up. That's what happened with Tyler Anderson last year. They traded for him, which was basically like a trade for cash considerations, non-tendered him, then signed him in like a, a minute. So I just don't. Yeah. I, I would say the odds are pretty low. It's still a possibility, but I doubt yeah. it. If they re-sign him for less, then, you know, I'm stupid. And, yeah, they, they got out of paying someone a little bit of money. But I don't know. I feel like if you, you do good for your team, you should probably just get paid. Yeah. I mean, the, the other – there are some big names on the non-tender list that we haven't really talked about. I mean, Kyle Schwarber. That's yeah, but I I can see that one, ten million I, for someone who just hits home runs and get hits a has a under two hundred batting average. I can see that. But my thing is, and, and you and I had talked about it before the show, um, Adam Duvall as well. I think it's pretty shitty of Major League Baseball to you know with free agency coming with the, all the non tender stuff to not have a solid stance on the DH for 2021 because Kyle Schwarber, I I guarantee if the Cubs knew for certain there was going to be a universal DH, Kyle Schwarber still on the team, Adam Duvall still on the Braves. I mean, that's, that's terrible. Like the, like for the, for instance, the Dodgers, that Jock Peterson trade that never happened, that was a blessing in disguise. And that trade would have never even been proposed if we knew about the universal DH. I mean, obviously that happened because of coronavirus and we didn't know exactly, that was yeah. going to happen, but now we know, you know, and it looks like this season is going to be pretty similar to last. So just make a fucking decision. Right. Like how hard does, how hard does that have to be? I, I don't know. Jason wants it. I mean, MLB wants it. Just let it happen. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, you got guys like, not like power hitters, but you know, like we were talking about, Eddie Rosario is out there. Uh, who else? Albert Amora. Oh, that's one person we haven't talked about. Albert yeah. Amora. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, we're also walk. talking about guys who had down years last year, but it's a sixty-game season. Are we really going to take that and really like magnify these guys? Have track records, and it's not like they're thirty-five. These guys are like twenty-eight, twenty-nine, maybe thirty. Mm-hmm. That means Albert they're still Amora's good for 27. at least more years. Yeah. I mean, Delino DeShields Jr., he's only 28. Yeah, he never was really that great, though. Right, but he – I mean, he's a solid – he's going to be a solid bench guy somewhere. 
Yeah. You know, and Nomar Mazzara. Yeah, they, he had a the, really bad season last year. And I yeah, get but, it, don't magnify it. But I, there had to be something up with Texas letting him go with basically getting almost nothing in return. Like, I feel like there was something a little sketchy about it when the trade happened. I was like, well, there's something there. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I would be a little bit more scared with him because of that. But he's only 26. I know. That's how I feel with David Dahl, though. That's why I'm so, like, freaking home alone. I, I just don't know what to do. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, that Tyler – I don't know. how you, Is it Tyler Naquin? Naquin, yeah. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but the Indians – I don't know him. how much he was supposed to make, but he was solid, but he was nothing special. Yeah, I mean, he's 30 years old. Yeah. But, I yeah. think guys like him would have been like – like we would have been like, oh, my gosh, why would they let him go? Why would they non-tender him if – Fucking Kyle Schwarber, Amor Jr., and all the big names weren't non-tendered. You know, right. I feel like that's kind of getting pushed under the rug because it's like there's, there's more pressing uh, matters at hand. Yeah, no, definitely. But even someone like Carlos Rendon, I mean, that's interesting. I know he hasn't been super great the last couple of years, but that one was interesting. <clears throat> and then earlier this week, Urena, Marlins, you know, let him walk. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a sign of things to come. People are not going to be, teams are not going to be spending money. I feel like we're just going to see some like really shitty situations coming up. And it was crazy to me, honestly, when, when, when Puig signed with Rachel Luba, he was, I mean, there was reports saying that Puig plans to play in 2021. Why is that a question? Like what? I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Puig just because of, you know, him being on the Dodgers and just bad taste of my mouth, I'm sure, you know. But you would love Puig. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is is I know he's a good player. Like, I just don't understand why that's even, like, it's reported that he plans to play. Yeah, of course. Like, I was surprised that no one took him last year. But, like, maybe the coronavirus thing and they were like, Oh, he might, you know. Well, the Braves called it, it off seriously, and well, remember he signed with the Braves, and then he tested positive, and then they kind of. No, that's it what off. I'm saying. So I was surprised no one picked him up like mid-season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. you know, after he he didn't have COVID anymore, but maybe it was because like maybe he got COVID doing something stupid, and they're like, listen, we don't want, we just don't want that freaking headache right now. I can maybe understand that, but 2021, bro, sign the guy. He's yeah. going to hit 25, 30 bombs and, and hit 260 and throw people out from home. I mean, from uh, from right field. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we haven't even talked about free agency because nothing's happened yet. No. And we still, we still have all of that to come. Like, you know, and you're talking about teams not wanting to spend money. But then every day I'm hearing the Blue Jays want to sign fucking George Springer and they want to sign JT Real Muto. And the Mets have all this money to spend. So, I mean, there's going to be teams that spend. It's just going to be, you know, I think a lot of these non-tender guys too, they'll be signing after all the big free agents are kind of off the market. It's it's going to be an exciting couple months. You can do a podcast every single day on the NBA offseason. Like there's shit moving and moving and going. With MLB, it's just like there'll be like one every once in a while. The big guys won't sign just before spring training, and there's gonna be guys left in the cold. And it's just this Dude, life sucks. Like there's got to be something going on with with MLB, and something has to 
something has to fucking change. This offseason shit is just, I mean, and I, I joked earlier, I tweeted earlier, at the, um, you know, because during the, the regular season, I'm always like, dude, I don't understand why people get excited when someone says, you know, this person has interest in this per. I mean, this team has interest in this person. Like, it mean, interest is nothing. It means nothing. But, like, they'll say it now in the offseason just because I'm so fucking thirsty for some news. I'm, like, already, like, putting a projected lineup together and, like, getting all excited. Yeah, I was buying into the Nolan Arenado hype. And now it's like, oh, it looks like the trade's not going to happen. And it's like, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but then I let myself believe it for a couple yeah, of days. And yeah. now I'm disappointed. But yeah, dude, I mean, honestly, today, I feel like it might be a possibility because if they're just giving David Dahl away for nothing, fuck, dude, they need to unload money. Well, they I mean, are, they, they would be so stupid not to trade him because he's going to opt out next year. Everyone fucking knows it. So again, uh, like you it's can be while something. you can. Yeah, I think it's going to be like fucking medicine, medicine society. Fucking take this contract for yeah, me, man. Right. But I mean, it's a, dick, man. it's a good point because look at the NBA today. Fucking LeBron James signs a two year max extension. Fucking, uh, what's his face? Uh, why can't I think of his name? The Angelo Ball? No, no, no. Uh, he did. He did. He did make it though. So yeah, I saw the Pistons sign up for no fucking all the boys in the NBA. Oh Respect. my god! Oh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook gets traded today for John. Did Wall. he? Yeah, that's a huge two stars. So Houston traded Russell Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall and a first round pick. That's and the NBA, awesome. yeah, the Fucking NBA offseason has been going on. You know. It's the NBA offseason is only like six weeks long now. Then the season's about to start and they're still trading star players. This is fucking insane. I mean, we could literally go for, for a year talking about this. Um, we're going to move on a little bit to another bullshit thing that MLB is doing. Uh, they're doing a rookie league and it would kind of make sense. I think they're like just trying to get a little bit more hype um, on prospects and, and, and maybe just the draft in general. I, I don't know. But it would make sense if you did that for, like, maybe a weekend. This is a 68-game season with four teams. I guess these players are just not going to play college ball and, and are supposed to play for free for these guys for nothing. Um, I just don't understand. I mean, maybe MLB thinks they're going to make money doing this. I don't know. But you're going to pour this money into this instead of just paying minor leaguers a little bit more money so they can keep the, the extra 40 – extra was it, 40 teams open. It's just a fucking head scratcher. No, it's stupid. I mean, what incentive is a guy going to have to potentially get hurt and end his career for free? Like, I, and I mean, it's kind of like that with minor league baseball because you're getting paid so little money, but at least you're getting paid. Yeah. And you you're, know? and you're contracted with a major league team. Right. You know, you're in the system. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm like I said, if it was like like a, a weekend, you know, like a you know whatever, it's like yeah, you, I mean, you're just gonna pitch once, or you're gonna play a couple games, like, and you're gonna you know, show off your shit. But to, you're basically gonna have to say no to college. You're gonna. So I I haven't really I, 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 I've been much. very anti college, very anti college sports because they don't get paid and they're just playing for these institutions that are just kind of ripping them off. But at least they're getting an education versus just doing it for free. Yeah. I haven't really looked into this at all, so I don't know much about it. But is it 
I'm trying to understand the the incentive here because if you're uh, I mean what kind of caliber player are you going to get? I mean you're not going to get they're, any big they're, names. They're, they're focusing it on like the stars of tomorrow. So they're making it seem like it's supposed to be like the big draft prospect. So like you know But when is this going to take place? If you're If you're a high school baseball player when, when is this going to take place? If the draft, I, I mean, the timeline to me just. Listen to this. It's supposed to be an all-star break in the draft. So I would imagine it starts in May and then but an if, all-star break in June when the draft. But if you're a high school player, you're in school. That doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. The timeline. I guess you doesn't have to be from up. that area. Unless you just live in like the Trenton, like that, that east coast type area and you can just play after school but that but there but that's the point right there is you're not getting the best caliber players if you're narrowing it to a geographic location yeah i don't know it's just an all-around terrible idea in my opinion yeah so mlb pay some minor leaguers throw this shit away um and fuck off um speaking of fuck off we haven't done a fuck you of the week in a very long time because the season ended um, maybe we should continue to do fuck yous of the week. And because we're going to continue it, I think our very first of the off season should be very special to our very favorite fuck you of the week to Aubrey Huff, uh, who just can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess people who um, date women with kids aren't men. Um, it makes you less of a man to, to raise, raise a kid that's not your own. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this guy said. I just feel like sometimes he's just like, I'm going to say some dumb shit just to get some like clickbait. I, I don't know. Like that's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. I mean, the biggest thing for me is like, you know, this, this, this guy, Aubrey Huff, you know, likes to be like, Oh, I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know much about Christianity. You know, that's not my thing, uh-huh. but it doesn't seem like this is very, uh, this doesn't parallel very well with christian values so that that's my one thing but also i mean he's just a piece of shit so yeah you know yeah i mean i guess you can't really say much about that um there we is should, something else that's been going on on, on the twitter web Go for hold it. On. We, 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 should, we should start a campaign i will celebrity boxing match me and aubrey huff give me a year to train and i'll get into the ring if I lose, I will shake his hand. Ten thousand retweets. I don't know, man. I feel like happen. I feel like maybe you should be like you know take a lesson from Nate Robinson, stay in your lane. I don't oh, yeah. know. I mean, Aubrey Huff, as much as I don't like him, admittedly is in much better physical shape than I am. <laughs> That's why I would need a year, and also learn how to fight and all that. But it'd be fun. <laughs> learn how to throw a punch. That would be that'd yeah. be pretty helpful. That'd be the first three months of training. Yeah, I'll be in it. I'll be a ring girl, whatever you want from me. I'll I'll train you. All right. I don't think it can really help much, but I'll do it. Ten thousand likes and we make it happen, or whatever. <laughs> There's something else going on at the Twitter. Hopefully that's that's the next thing we can talk about that for the next uh, couple of weeks. But there's something else going on on the Twitter. I do want to mention because I want to defend this guy a little bit because baseball Twitter is going nuts on him. Um, <laughs> Winning the World Series isn't really a reasonable goal for a baseball team. It's a nice thing to have happen, and it's ultimately the top of the mountain. 
uh, but a, a, a general manager and the head of a baseball operations department is more interested in putting a good process in place. The organizations that I mentioned in that tweet are the model organizations in the game. So everyone's going after him saying, oh, it's not about winning. Um, you know, to say winning World Series is not like the, the model thing. They're like, they're literally saying this is the worst baseball take I've ever heard, yada, yada, yada. Here's the thing. I could see where he's coming from if this is what he's thinking, because I'm kind of going on a little bit. I could see where he's coming from when he's saying, you know, winning a World Series is not like obtainable as, as in the fact of there's no formula to win a World Series. You know, a GM can't be like, okay, well, if I get this guy and this guy and this guy, I'm guaranteed a World Series. The best thing you could do is create a process and a culture that means continuous winning to go into the World Series as many times, to go in the playoffs as many times to give yourself a shot, and then you can maybe win a World Series. That's what I'm hearing because that's what I think. I There's no – like I've said plenty of times that Dodger fans are spoiled and they don't deserve a World Series. I've said that plenty of times because it's World Series or bust, meaning – if they don't win the World Series, it's it's all a wash. It's a waste of a season. And you can't, in my head, you can't think of it because there's no formula to win a World Series. You can't just automatically get one player and it's the magic piece because players get hurt. Players have down years. There's just no, and, not, and just teams get hot. I, there's no way there was a formula the Nationals would have won the World Series last year. There's no, they were not the best team. They were just the hottest team. The Giants were never the best team when they won their World Series. Never. They were just fucking hot. I mean, yes, the Dodgers were the, were the best team multiple times, and they didn't win a World Series. Right. So I think that kind of proves it. I I agree, and I kind of look at it from a standpoint like you want to put a process in place and a culture in place where winning can be continued year after year after year. You may not win the World Series year after year after year, but look like you know, the 97 Marlins and the 2003 Marlins, they tore the team down between or after each world series. And I mean, look, it's been shit ever since, but you have someone like the Dodgers who, yeah, we've been to the world series three out of four years, only one, one, but we're set up to go deep in the playoff for years and years and years because baseball, it's not like, exactly. it's not like we, I know we've talked about it so many times on here. It's not like the NBA where you go get LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's it. You need some supporting cast around you, but really those two guys are going to bring you a championship. Baseball is not like that. Never will be. So I agree. Whoever yeah. this guy was, I don't know who it is, but uh, I like what he's saying. It's the same thing with the Warriors. I mean, they got Kevin Durant. It was like a cheat code. It was like, okay, they're going to win. Like, there's no there's no if, ands, or buts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was our defensive homework. I don't even know the guy's name. I'll probably do some research, but whatever. That was great. Oh, why don't you do some candles, and we'll uh, call it a day. <clears throat> We're almost at 40, so you got to hurry or else I'm going to die. I happen to have one right here. <clears throat> about to run out of memory let's go as always this episode was brought to you by renovation candle company where you can get 25 percent off your entire order right now if you use the code cyber 25 you know maybe you want a vanilla pumpkin marshmallow like this one maybe you want something more Christmassy. they got it all go check it out get 25 percent off your entire order yeah you can't see your family anyway this holiday season because 
COVID is fucking everything. So might as well just send up a candle. They're going to love you for it. It's better than the socks you were going to get them. So just get them a candle. Make everyone happy. Make us happy by liking, subscribing, and all, on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Help us grow. Leave us a review on iTunes Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I said that's stupid. But thank you guys, and we will definitely be seeing you next week. And we got a great guest, so we'll see you next week. Bye.